The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's eight minutes after eight. It's time for the Forum at 8. Thanks so much for tuning in. Well, as promised last week, uh, we said that we would actually hone in on some of the municipalities that were having problems uh, with ESCOM in terms of paying uh, for the electricity supplied to them. And ESCOM has, as a result, halted uh, plans, as we understand, because of uh, belated arrangements to cut uh, some of the municipalities off that owe money to them. Now, this follows an agreement reached by ESCOM, the Department of Public Enterprise and the South African Local Government uh, Association, SALGA, to keep the lights on until the end of this month. Now, some of the affected municipalities are in the Free State, the Northern Cape, Mpumalanga, Northwest Province and the Eastern Cape. Eskom has been cutting electricity supply for about four and a half hours a day uh, to several municipalities since the beginning of uh, last week and in a bid to recoup the 10 billion rand that is owed to the entity. Meanwhile, a civil group say that ESCOM is wrong to punish residents and businesses for the failures of municipalities and that they call for the power utility to consider other measures in order to get the payment. And um, this morning we are going to look at uh, specifically uh, Likwa Temane municipality in terms of what is going on there. And uh, we are asking, you know, uh, your views on this particular matter if you live in one of the affected municipalities, whether you've received notice already and uh, what your reaction is to all of this. Have you been paying uh, your bills and how do you feel about what is currently happening? Have you been addressed uh, by your local councillors about this particular situation and do you know exactly how bad the situation actually is? Uh, the lines are open 891 You can also tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM and uh, you can also send us an email to sakina at safm.co.za So here we go, looking at ESCOM's power cuts and the failure of municipalities to pay ESCOM what is due to them. And as indicated earlier, our focus this morning on Aliqua Timane Municipality and uh, this morning we have the Municipal Mayor with us and uh, that is Kakisho Palangwe. Uh, Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Thank you very much, Sakina. And Albert, now I hear you are there as well, a concerned resident of Bloomoff. Thanks for your time as well. Uh, good morning to you and thanks for the opportunity to participate in this discussion and morning to all your listeners. Albert, let me start with you. And um, many messages have come through from residents who are really uh, angry about the current situation, feel aggrieved about what is currently happening. So tell us what your stance is. Yes, uh, in short, let me explain to you, Lekwate Mani is situated halfway between Klaxop and Kibbele on the N12 road in the banks of the Waal River. It consists of two towns that are separated about 60 kilometers out of the distance, you know, from Bloemhof to Christiana. The economy of Bloemhof uh, mainly consists of agricultural, diamond mining, you've got a dairy factory, and tourism. The Bloemhof Dam is worldwide known as one of the carp capitals of the world. And so a few years ago, a World Cup carp angling competition took place at Bloemhof. Therefore, there's a lot of guest houses and sleepover facilities that owners are very dependent on for income. Now, during last week, ESCOM started to cut down power in certain time slots, each morning and evening. 
that led to very much frustration for residents of Bloomhof and Salamat. There are more, than, more or less 800 households in this affected area. It's only the, uh, the town area, not the residential area of Hoyt Molong that was affected because they are directly receiving the uh, electricity from ESCO. So I was sitting there in the stoop in the morning and I felt that this is unacceptable to our loyal paying customers and decided to call a meeting, a public meeting, regarding the problem and see how we would solve. It affects not only the households but also our local old age home where some residents, one of my, is my mother, are dependent on oxygen. You know, she got an oxygen machine that uh, provides oxygen through elect- uh, the use of electricity. Uh, and as well as the local hospital, our schools and our businesses in town. Uh, due to the electricity cutdown, water supply also stopped due to pumps not functioning because they couldn't pump the, the water up in the towers. Now, tourists coming through here, that's one of our main income. You know, we got some several takeaway places in the main street, and uh, they couldn't even, you know, flush the toilet. Now, if you come to a toilet and you can't flush the toilet, will you buy the food there? If you come to such a stinky situation. Now, people on the, to the, on, the, on the way to work and back from work, they couldn't wash, you know. They, it, it, you don't feel well when you go to work. There's no water to wash. There's no electricity to prepare food in all such things. So in that, on that stage, uh, I sent them uh, WhatsApp messages to all the people on my contact list, and they spread out again. And so we had a nice meeting that specific night. I wonder if you want to know what decided on the meeting. I or certainly will we go do to that want later? to know. You want to know? Yes, please. Yes. So the meeting agreed onto that power cuts were unacceptable. And the second point is that there is chaos in the municipality accounts department. Is, uh, that, that, that is not acceptable to us. Our local doctor here sits with a bill of nearly half a million rand. Uh, his wife uh, mentioned on the meeting that um, this bill, she could not sort it out with anyone at the municipality, you know, and the, the, the situation is like that. If you stay in Bloomhof, you must travel all the distance, 60 kilometers to Christiana, to the municipality there, because they, here is not a functional municipality for that sort of things. So she must try to sort it out there. At the, at the stage, they gave her a letter and said she's paid up in full, but when the bill comes, they, it still reflects. There's some uh, uh, residents here in town, widows and old people, they got outstanding electricity bills for, like, the one widow I know about that uh, raised a concern, 19,000 rand. And according to her, she's up to date, you know, and, and there's no one that can sort out that bills. That is, that is very, very, very frustrating for the people. Uh, we also decided on the meeting that the wasting of money is unacceptable. Also that the general service delivery is very poor. You know, our roads fall apart. The potholes and everything. I bought my wife a car last year. Uh, when we want to go to the to the main street where the where the supermarket is, uh, we can't even go with that car without damage. We must uh, we, we we must consider to take my SUV to go down there to town and go and buy some groceries and that sort of things. But all the people don't have that uh, kind of uh, uh, vehicles to drive in the streets. 
the local tie the, in, in fact if i want to tell south africa today if you want to invest in a business in bloom of come to the tire dealer you will you will uh, you will have a good business they they claim there's three dealers here the one claimed that uh, twice a day at least he repair a tire that was damaged to potholes now that is not i must mention not only in the town itself but you know the surrounding roads and the but but it's very terrible the roads Okay. Uh, the, water, the water and sanitation, those things. And then we, 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 uh, the, the last point we decided and that uh, we must put pressure on the municipality to come and say, no, that is not acceptable. You know, the people feel we, 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 that's not right. So they decided that Afri Forum will give a reasonable time to solve the problems, although I'm not speaking on behalf of Afri Forum. And then we need a very urgent meeting with the municipality, and the, the, the meeting decided that the DA councillor, she will try and see if she can get someone of the municipality to come and talk to us tomorrow night. That's Tuesday night at 6 o'clock in the town hall. So where all the people will gather again and say, yeah, what is the answer? You know, what, 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 what are you going to do? How we will solve this? Okay, I'll tell you what, Albert, I think we get the gist of it. Let's, uh, let's get a response uh, from the mayor of, uh, of Likwa Timane, Mr. Palahangwe. Uh, what is your response, hearing what the residents of your town have to say of your municipality? No, thank you very much, Lakile. Uh, <clears throat> yes, it is true that Likwa Timane consists of the two towns, but it's your plume of and and Christiana, uh, which is a rural area where most of the residents are poverty-stricken, unemployed, unemployment rate is very high, and people are dependent mostly on government grants and seasonal uh, employment opportunities that obviously comes from the surrounding farms that are in that particular area. <clears throat> we acknowledge, yes, and we agree as a municipality that the the past situation where there was electricity cut, that, that has actually affected the lives of, of, of the residents uh, in, 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 in both Christiana and Blumhoff, because uh, that is where the electricity cut has taken place, uh, where the municipality is directly supplying electricity to, to the residents. <clears throat> but I must correct uh, some other things, uh, Sakile, that... Uh, <clears throat> You know, when, when residents have got any query regarding their, their accounts, uh, they can even write to the municipality, make a written presentation to say this is the, the, the challenges that you are having with our electricity or our bills, uh, so that that can also be attended to. <clears throat> the, the other thing is that uh, we, we have been working very hard with the Department of Local Government and Human Settlement uh, together with our Department of, of, of Finance in the province to ensure that uh, we sit down and uh, we look at uh, how best can we address uh, these challenges that we are experiencing. Uh, we have been paying the account of ESCOM, but yes, we have not been up to date as, 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 as per the arrangements that we have done. Uh, <clears throat> the supply of water in the two hours that uh, there was electricity cut off Yes, there might be some areas where there was no water, uh, but the supply of water was not that much affected. I'm not saying that there was no, uh, there was no problem with, with water supply in that particular uh, regard. <clears throat> when it comes to the, the, the roads that, uh, the, 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 that Albert has just uh, raised, 
We have agreed with Sandra that they are going to take up the maintenance of Prince Street, which is our main road, when you come through Plumov uh, through the N12. Sandra is going to, 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 to upgrade that particular road. Also, the access road that is coming from your side, the Reneke, Sandra, is, the contractor I know is on site, uh, is busy with the logistical arrangement, the administrative arrangement, so that that particular project can, can, can start. Uh, <clears throat> now, I will say that the, the, the bill of the doctor that, that amounts to around 500000 uh, if that can be brought uh, particularly to the attention of my office, I will attend to that so that we get to the bottom of this particular matter. I'm not saying this because these matters have been raised. I know that as a mayor of Lekwatema, ever since I was uh, deployed as a mayor, uh, after the, 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 the outbreak of cholera and all of that, those, those cases of water challenges in Lekwatema, I have been attending to issues that are affecting the, the, the bills of the, the community. And in all of the community meetings that I had as a mayor with the communities, I have indicated to them that we understand and we can't shy away from the fact that in some other instances they will not get the required services from the officials of the municipal. But we have encouraged uh, the residents that they must report these matters and they, they, are, they are free because the door of the mayoral office is always open that they can come and... Uh, <coughs> lay the dispute uh, so that we can then investigate and see how best we resolve these particular challenges uh, of electricity. So, Mr. Mayor, you say you have been paying ESCOM. So if you've been paying ESCOM, why then um, do you find yourself in this predicament? I said we have been paying ESCOM, although we were not paying according to the arrangement that we have done. What arrangement might that be? You see, we have... When I came in as a mayor, we inherited a bill, a very high bill, uh, of around 49 million from ESCOM, uh, and we had to make arrangements. Over and above the, the, the payment of the 49 million, uh, we also had to service our current account with ESCOM. <clears throat> and like I've been saying, that we, 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 we are a community of uh, a poverty-stricken uh, 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 residents. Unemployment rate is very high. People are depending on government subsidies and, and, and grants and on, on seasonal uh, farm employment. Uh, and the total number of people that are, uh, I mean, the percentage of people that are actually earning a living salary, it's very low. Now, we have been, we have been trying our level best to ensure that as much as we are paying the outstanding uh, debt, we also service the current account. But you will understand that... Uh, <clears throat> That being the fact that uh, most of your residents are unemployed and, uh, and poverty-stricken, you will then struggle to get to the point where you are able to raise sufficient funds. But that, that is not the only reason. Other reason is that, the other reason is that we need to put in place mechanisms that will ensure that we identify those that can pay. We put uh, measures that will ensure that those that can pay are paying. We register our indigent properly. We do data cleansing and ensure that those that are uh, uh, indigent are registered so that government can definitely then subsidize us on the free basic services that you are providing to those that qualify. And there is proper arrangement between those that are owing the municipality in terms of how are they going to pay while they are continuing to service their, their current account. Because we have inherited a system where people are owing the municipality a lot of money. And uh, 
there has not been any effort that seeks to to ensure that those that are owing the municipality, there are systems in place. Uh, there is an agreement that AAAAA data will be able to service that particular account so that we can then uh, deal with our debt collection effectively. We need also to put in place uh, revenue announcement strategies because if you look at what is happening, there is also a high uh, percentage of, of, of electricity loss. Uh, because of the aging uh, infrastructure that was never changed in the past, we need to attend to that. We also have a, a high number, uh, percentage of, of, of water loss uh, because of the infrastructure, the pipes are asbestos. We need to, to correct all of those things. We must put in place smart meters that will ensure that uh, every uh, consumer that consumes uh, is paying uh, what is required, both with electricity and, and, and your, 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 your water. So, how much do you currently owe ESCOM? Currently, what we owe ESCOM is around, it was 58, 58 million. We have managed to pay uh, around 9 million. Uh, so, we are, we are owing ESCOM around 49 million. Around 49 million. And you yes. say, which year did you come into office, uh, Mr. Mayor? Uh, I came in in 2014 uh, during the uprising as, 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 as the acting mayor uh, by then. Uh, and then I was also uh, deployed by the ANC again after the elections last year. So, so, so uh, your numbers then um, for that year are correct because you say when you came in, you inherited this debt to ESCOM of $49 million. In, that was in 2013. 2014, it was $42 million. Then in 2015, uh, what was paid to ESCOM uh, was um, $76 million. And now we're standing at 56 million or thereabouts. Uh, that was for 2016. As you say, you've paid some of that off, uh, but not all of it. But then again, you know, why are you unable to, if we take away the historical debt that you say you inherited, as things stand right now with that arrangement in place and for what you are currently consuming, why are you unable to pay ESCOM if your residents are paying you? Sakile, like I'm telling you, you'll realize that uh, the large number of the consumers, you'll find them in your your, your townships, which I regard as apartheid monuments, where where most of the people are unemployed, uh, poverty stricken. Now, these people, they buy electricity direct from ESCO. Mm-hmm. Now, the services that they are getting from the municipality is your water, sewer, and refuse collection. Yeah, but we, now, we, 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 let's confine ourselves to electricity for a moment. Yes, I'm confining myself to electricity. Now, what is happening is that <clears throat> the residents in your, in, your, in your town, that is your Plumov and, 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 and your, your, your Christiana and Halexworth in, in in Christiana, they are paying for electricity. Although we've got a large, a huge percentage of electricity loss in Hedexworth also. Now, you are forced to subsidise certain expenditures of the municipality because of the chunk, the large amount of residents that you find in your townships that are buying electricity direct from ESCOM, uh, where you don't have proper mechanisms 
that will ensure that uh, these residents are that are consuming the services of the municipality are actually paying. Now, what we need to do as a municipality, what we need to do as a municipality is that we need to ensure that we we have prepaid smart meters where people who can pay, who are earning a salary, we put up smart meter for water. We put up smart meter for electricity. We ensure that there is proper monitoring. The challenges again of this particular municipality is that administratively, you have a very high vacancy rate in your PTO. For, for the past four years, I don't remember that municipality having a CFO where I'm a mayor. Uh, we've also been struggling to fill up the gaps of the a very competent municipal manager. The technical services manager, I mean, director also is not there. In a PTO, for an example, you've got, you've got two posts that are, that are vacant for accountants that must deal with your revenue and, and billing section. You have one for an accountant for budget and financial management. You have one for credit and, and debt collection. You also have two for supply chain management and one for expenditure management. So why haven't now, those positions been filled? The reason why the position has not been filled is that, like I said, the municipality is, has, got, has got a very serious challenge of cash flow. Now, if you have to prioritize, uh, if you have to prioritize, you will then have to sit down and say, let's have a proper strategy. Uh, we understand that, that uh, we, we don't have the necessary, I mean, the, the required resources to fill up all of these posts. Now, politically and administratively, you need to sit down and identify the critical posts that will definitely enhance your revenue. So that at the end of the day, as much as you are going to fill those posts, those posts must ensure that you then get the necessary revenue so that you can continue to pay your services so that you can continue to service your creditors so and ensure that... So why haven't you done it? The reason why we haven't done it is that, like I said, like I said, is that we need to sit down. We need to sit down and come up with a proper strategy. Remember, I said I came in in 2014 where there was uprisings and we had to stabilize the situation in the municipality. And as and when we were busy dealing with these particular issues, coming up with strategies that will ensure that we need to put up measures in place. There was time for election. It's a new council. We need to take them on board to say these were the plans because it's a new council that must plan for its five years. Yeah, we but it's 2017 now. It's three years later. It's 2017, I understand, it's three years later. I'm saying that the term came to end in 2016. And it's a new council. And we need to sit down and ensure that we deal with these matters. We need to come up with, with proper strategies that will ensure us that when we fill these particular vacancies, we are sure that these vacancies that we are going to fill are vacancies that are going to ensure that there is a generation of revenue to the municipality. Ah, we Mr. Can't Mayor, think- sounds as though you're shifting the goalposts at this point. But last week when we spoke to Kulupa Siwe, who's just joined us in studio um, from ESCOM, just talking about the power interruptions in some of the municipalities because of non-payment to ESCOM, uh, we did promise that we would hone in on some of these municipalities to try and get a sense of exactly what is going on. And uh, the one that we came up with was uh, Likwa Temane Municipality. And we have the mayor 
with us this morning. We also have a concerned resident, Mr. Albert Nell uh, Kakisho uh, Palahangwe, who is the uh, the mayor in that particular municipality. And as I said, uh, Kulupasiwe Eskom spokesperson joins us uh, on uh, in the studio now to talk about this a little more. But it does seem. It, it, just unbelievable that a municipality could operate without a chief financial officer for years at a go. If that is the case, we should not be surprised when we see things like these happening. And I'm hoping that we'll get Salga on the line later as well to explain to us, you know, why these situations continue. Because, again, as um, Albert Nell, the concerned resident of Blumhoff, was explaining, the residents say that they are paying. They are paying the electricity accounts to the municipality because if they don't pay, they get cut off. So they are paying their accounts. But for some other reason, that money is not finding its way to ESCO. So what is going on in these municipalities, the affected municipalities? And we're talking about a lot of money. And some of you are blaming ESCOM for the situation. Asking Kulupasiwe, how could you allow this situation to build up to a point where you have a municipality, a rather small municipality, owing you um, money to the tune of 50 million rand? Well, Sakina, good morning to you and to our listeners. We have been in negotiations with this municipality since 2011, April 2011. So in other words, for about five years or more, we have been in discussions with them. And we've also getting, we've also been getting support from Salga, the National Treasury, COCTA, and uh, the Department of Public Enterprises as our shareholding ministry. So these municipalities, we have been, I would say, reasonable to them for many years in terms of uh, them coming on board. But unfortunately, as you say, some of them are very small. They don't have industries. And most importantly, many of them don't have the means to collect money. Like, as you say, now they don't have uh, um, financial, uh, chief financial officers and people like that. But from our end, we have been reasonable for a very long time. But unfortunately, something has to give now, which is why um, over the last few uh, days, we had issued notices to them and started uh, interrupting power supply to municipalities such as uh, Elekwate Mani and also in Naledi, which includes towns like uh, Fenders, Fenders, uh, uh, sorry, um, Freiburg and also at uh, Fendersdorp. But Fendersdorp has done the right thing. They have started to pay and uh, they are now off the hook. And uh, just with regard to Likwa uh, Temane and the electricity provision there, so um, Albert Nell was explaining to us uh, that to certain parts of that municipality, ESCOM does sell direct. So why not to the entire municipality? Well, Sakina, the constitution of this, of this nation says that the provision of water and electricity falls within the ambit of municipalities. So in other words, for ESCOM to supply everyone in the country, essentially it means that we have to change the constitution and you and I know how long it takes for you to do that. Well, and then, uh, of course, the lines are open and I see people again expressing their outrage once again at what is happening. And uh, you are welcome to call in 891 But let me just read a few SMSs before I go to the lines. Uh, this one says ESCOM is right. The council represents them and they voted them in. Sanctions will always hit the government and its people. They know what to do. That's from Black Swat in Mpumalanga. This one says if there is a problem with the IT system, do things matter. Manually, in parallel, uh, again, there has to be alternatives. You can't sit with the same situation since 2011. It is now 2017, six years, 
and, 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 and you keep repeating the same old excuses, that cannot be acceptable. This one says reservoirs are supposed to be uh, big enough to supply water for 48 hours without receiving water. Another one, the people of these troubled towns must remember that they voted uh, uh, in these municipalities and yet they did not look after the residents uh, nor do they cut the electricity to those who did not pay. It's just talk all the time. Another unsigned SMS, during the struggle the young lions burned and stoned councillors and now the municipalities, municipalities are staffed with mainly incapable people. Nick in Hilton says government must give Eskom authority to take over supply of electricity to ratepayers when municipalities fail to pay or maintain the grid. But you've just heard um, uh, Kulu's response to that, Nick. I'm sure that it would require some constitutional amendment in order to affect that. But more than that, remember... When it comes to revenue generation, this is one of the means for the smaller municipalities, along with rates and taxes, with licenses and, and you know, some other uh, efficiencies that they have capabilities within the municipalities to actually generate some revenue. So it would be a big loss for some municipalities if they could not sell electricity to their residents. But of course, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Let's take Anonymous in Cape Town. Good morning to you. Hi, so Kenya, thank you for... Thank you for having me in your show, eh? Um, interesting conversation we're having here. I think there's a there's, there's few points that I want to make. I think the mayor has to just uh, concede defeat in this particular one. Uh, I'll tell you why I say. Um, I think there's, what I see from this whole situation is not uh, responsive, rather reactive. Because for far too long, the mayor in this conversation is telling about what he plans to do, what he plans to do. He still has to sit down and plan strategize and I think these are the things that you should have done when you started in office in 2014 where you should have sat down and said okay fine by all means we are here now and how do we transform the situation and even in articulating figures as to how much they owe um, ESCOM and it's not clear which which he I mean later um, admitted that he doesn't have a chief financial officer so how do you run in a municipality of this nature without ensuring that you have a proper structure that supports you. I mean, if you are talking about an open door of a mayor and anyone who wants to bring a complaint, is a suggestion of a municipality that is not functional because it cannot be the solution to all things, in my opinion. So so, so it's a disgrace to see a leadership that is not uh, responding to the problems but rather reacting to the issues because you're not, not going to get sustainable solution for the people of that particular municipality. So, so, so I think it's time that municipalities take people seriously. Um, I can just allude to what is happening in Cape Town, and I and these municipalities are not far from each other. I mean, we're not talking about them going to the to the to, to Europe or so to learn best practices. It's a question of moving to the next. I understand the political position and uh, the competition that comes with it, but I understand that this uh, one wants to win and succeed and bring the services they did. Why don't you learn to from the, from from other people who are doing this thing? Uh, by far in a, in a right and in understandable manner. So so, so I think the, the, the mayor has to just concede this one, concede defeat. Thank you so much. Anonymous in Cape Town. Hossi is in Christiana. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you, Hossi? No, good, good. Uh, Sakina, let me first uh, greet the Honorable Mayor and uh, everybody on on, 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 on radio. Uh, reality is, Sakina, I'm a resident in Christian, and reality is that there are serious issues that are challenging that municipality, that 
In fact, everybody, when they speak, they tend to put a blind eye on them. Why is that the mayor has reflected that we've inher- they have inherited aging infrastructure? It's a fact. Yes, they might be getting electricity supply from ESCOM, but it's also issues of bulk metering so that they can uh, also be able to plan and budget better for their consumption. That's one point. Second okay, point, to that point, let me ask you, um, do you know how much of its budget the municipality spent, its CAPEX budget? Uh, I will not be privy of that, but I'll be privy of the challenges that exist. Yeah, but they go hand in hand. If you have a challenge like that, then you have no business underspending on your CAPEX budget by 15.53%, because clearly you have challenges that need to be met. That's correct. Now, 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 based on that, that's why the mayor has been reflecting that we've got problem with credible people in critical positions to assist us with these things. And that's why I'm giving you this history so that you can match it with what the mayor is raising. The mayor is saying, we don't have a CFO. We are saying, how then do you plan and budget better to service if you don't have a person in a critical position? Well, then the question is, why then did you leave that critical position vacant for so long? And with that that said, how are you you accounting? Who's the accounting officer in this instance? I, I respect that. And that's why I'm saying, allow me to lead you to the challenges that are facing that organization so that you, you get a better picture of what is happening. It's not only one issue that, that is making the municipality unable to service it, but it's a, it's a barrage of issues. Like, allow me to, to lead you to this issue so that you get a better picture. Because people think, You've let no, me. No. You've let me, Horsi, and I've asked you questions regarding these challenges that you have highlighted. We are not insensitive um, to these challenges, but then, of course, there are remedies to these which seemingly have not even been taken up. No, no, Sakina, look, if you've got a CFO and you are unable to retain that CFO, what then do you do as a political head? That's one question. Okay, Horsi, we'll, we'll, we'll find got, out from the mayor why why uh, no, no, you are unable to... No, 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 I'm the mayor is here. Or oh, are you speaking on his behalf now? No, no, I'm not speaking on behalf of the mayor, Sakin. I'm trying to lead the audience so that the picture is understood, that it's not a simple thing that I'm paying and municipalities are unable to save it. It's a simple thing that, yes, I might be paying, but there's also losses around, around the process that the municipality must still save it. And they said... There's no credible people in that organization that can assist the political head to can manage the situation. You get a new council that also complicates issues unnecessary, that you also need to take along with the strategies that were formulated prior so that they buy into that process. You've said, okay. no, no, the mayor, you've been there for three years. Hey, what did you do? But the mayor needs to now start taking the new council on board because he can't just implement issues without consulting the mayor and getting the buy-in of the council. So it's a number of issues that people need to look at. So what are you saying? Are you saying the council is divided? No, no, I'm not saying the council is divided. The council is not divided, but I'm saying you need to get buy-in of council before you can implement any strategy. Okay, Jose, I'm going to have to leave it there because there are other people who also want to weigh in. But if you are struggling for three years to get buy-in, then, Mr. Mayor, you have problems. But I'll come back to you and give you a chance to respond. Not yet. I want to take a few more calls. I'll come back to you. Uh, Samuel and Stellenbosch, good morning.
Thank you for taking my call. Number one point I'd like to say to the mayor, uh, three years from now or another council term, the mayor will still be in this position. Because you can't argue that, uh, I mean, they, they, can't, they haven't appointed the CFO because they didn't put strategies in place and all of those things. Mayor, you need to spend money in order for you to be able to save that money that you are losing through these uh, electricity revenues. And an- another point that, that is crucial for me to say to the, 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 the mayor is saying that the BTO, and this is, this is actually common throughout these municipalities, I've been consulting local government for a number of years. The biggest issue is that now they is saying that in the budget office they don't have competent staff. Now the problem is if you don't have competent staff in your budgeting office, you're not going to budget properly. And you'll find out in these municipalities that uh, they, even their tariff modeling is incorrect. So they are selling electricity at a loss. And uh, NERSA and National Treasury, the only thing they regulate annually is the increase that the municipality can impose on the consumers. If the modeling has been incorrect for 10 years, it remains incorrect until you can appoint a competent CFO and competent budgeting and tariffing mm-hmm. staff that will be able to do a proper model for you. So, so main, many of these electricity are actually uh, lo- losing money and not paying ESCOM, not because of corruption, but purely because they do not have competent staff inside the municipality to be able to do proper modeling for the electricity tariffing and also other services. So you'll see that they are selling this at a cost, but the, the first point that they need to accept, they must bite the bullet and appoint competent staff. If they lose those staff in two or three years, so be it, but at least put the systems in place so that you make sure that your tariffing and all of those things are in place so that when future people come on board, at least those things are in place. Uh, again, that's the point I thought I wanted to make because the majority of these problems emanate from the fact that they are pure, sorry, they are poor tariffing modeling and then the municipalities lose money electricity that they're even selling to the consumers. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Sabelo in Stellenbosch. Tapelo is calling us from Ditlabeng municipality in the Free State, which is also one of those municipalities affected by this. Good morning, uh, Tapelo. Morning, morning, Sakina. Uh, Sakina, I think the best way to explain this situation is to say uh, things are falling apart. The centre has failed to hold. Uh, 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 the centre being being administration. Right now we are caught in the middle of the two situations. The first situation is that either we allow ESCOM to continue to suffer financial setback and fail its responsibility of supplying us as citizens with electricity, and that will lead uh, to its ultimate collapse. So the, 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 the second scenario is that uh, by, 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 what happens is it's either we encourage uh, bad citizenry and, and, and bad public administration by allowing people who falter in administration to operate with, imp- with impunity. So what I'm saying uh, to, to ESCOM is that, uh, like when Chief Albert Vitulli was faced with the question uh, of sanctions, he said if those sanctions will lead uh, to the collapse of apartheid, then those sanctions must take over. So I think the best way to encourage responsible citizens and public administration is for our people to suffer the pain of their own doing. I think it's out of their own doing that we are in a situation we are in. So we are ready to face that suffering. And our people will now take the issue of voting, even voicing their opinion to the government uh, seriously. Because right now what we are, what we are having is 
We even have a, 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 a government that is not transparent. If you can check uh, to the municipality of Dishavi in their website right now, you will not receive an Auditor General's report, recent Auditor General's report. And there is a lot of fruitless expenditure in debt and not not anyone, not a single individual is held accountable for that. So all I'm saying to ESCOM is, ESCOM, we are ready. To okay. Thanks so much, uh, Tapelo. Bishop Quinene in PE. Good morning, Bishop. I'm coming to you, Mayor. Let me take all the comments. Morning, Mr. Bishop. Yeah, I, I do have a question, but I'm going to tell you two things. The first thing is that the government is responsible. It's the government who allowed this incompetency. So the blame must not go to to the mayors, must go to the government. It's the government who allowed that. Secondly, it's daylight robbery and theft. If people are paying, and then they, 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 they must probably take the money and use it for another thing. That is theft, daylight robbery. That is a crime. And if, if, if ESCOM switch off people who are paying, that is another crime. Understand? So, that thing is the government putting incompetent people in the place where needs competent people. So, my question to the, to the, to the, to the, to the mayor, is it fair for the paying residents to be switched off? Is it fair? How is his conscience about that? Okay. Thanks, Bishop. Uh, Mike and Newlands, you are our last caller. Thank you very much and good morning to the mayor. I, uh, the thing about it is is that the voters actually are the ones that have to take responsibility because this is what it's all about. The mayor is doing the best that he can. He's the best that the ANC can put in, and that's what they voted for. He took over from an uprising from a previous administration who had mismanaged the municipality. So now we've voted in the ANC again, and the ANC are mismanaging it again. So it's the people of that province that have to take the responsibility for their actions. And just in closing, you know, unauthorized expenditure under the ANC has gone up threefold uh, in the last couple of years. And uh, Minister Van Rooyen refused to answer a question as to why he called it unpatriotic. 26% of ANC-run municipalities are close to collapse, and 14 billion rand has been lost in mismanagement. So we knew what we were getting when we voted ANC. They've got to take responsibility and leave the mayor alone. He's doing the best he can, and I'm sure he drives a very nice car. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mike and Newlands. Uh, Mayor, Mr. Mayor, you wanted to respond to a lot of this. Yeah, uh, Sakina, uh, one other point that I wanted to raise is that we have just realized, as we were analyzing this particular challenge, that within the administration, our administration is, is prioritizing other things over and above our electricity bill. For reasons that we have identified as a municipality and we are going to deal with that, we have taken a resolution as council that there is no other expenditure that is going to be prioritized over that of, of ESCOM. Yes, it is unfair that people that are paying their electricity must, must, must be cut off. <clears throat> the other issue is that what we need to do is to ensure that we put systems in place uh, that will ensure that we, 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 we do proper debt collection. You know, the situation that we find ourselves in is not a situation that can be resolved. Like people are saying that you've been there for three years and all of that and all of that. We need to sit down and plan properly so that as we move, we must move together, all of us, administration, politicians, and and, and, and the community, so that everybody does what is expected from them to ensure that 
we all pay for what we are consuming as, as, as a resident. Are you willing to put a timeline to that? How much time do you want to sort this mess out in terms of just getting the proper staff in place? You know, if I can just tell you, Sakina, uh, that we, we went to a mayoral Lekota, where we invited ESCOM, where we invited a number of uh, service providers, particularly to deal with this particular matter, so that we can then say, what is it that you are going to put in place in order for us to can resolve this particular matter? Now, the other issue that I wanted to... to no, 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 but Mr. Mayor, you don't have a CFO. You've got a billing crisis. How do you hope to resolve Sakina, that? If, if, if you have done research on this municipality, you will know that for how long have we been advertising, we are even unable to retain competent, competent staff. Sakina, it is not... Why? Why? Goes, what do you think say, the reason is say, for that? Sakina, Sakina, let's say, it is not everybody who goes to a medical uh, college and come out as a good medical practitioner. Now, the same applies to the, to the administration that you are having. It is not everybody who's certificated who's, who's in that particular municipality who can deliver to the expectations of the, of the community and to the best administration of that particular municipality. We need to get competent people. We need to ensure that we retain these people. You'll also uh, remember that... Sakina, you're still not answering my question, that, Mr. Mayor. You're very good at the political speak, but you're not answering the question. No, because I'm question? asking you, I'm asking you, firstly, you didn't answer my question as to how much more time do you need to actually get uh, the requisite people in place. You didn't answer that. And then I'm asking you, what are the reasons for you being unable to get the, re- the, the relevant people in? Your municipality has a liquidity ratio of minus 10.3%. So, so, so I, I'm not sure, uh, sorry, uh, not minus 10.3, minus 3.72. So essentially, will you be able to pay the person that you need to come in and turn this around? Can you pay them? Is that not the real reason why you can't bring in the requisite people? Sakina, we, we, we have been paying salaries, and I'm sure all the municipal uh, CFOs that have been there, there was never an incident where that particular CFO was not paid. But people will leave for reasons that are, that are best known to themselves. They will tell you that I'm far from my family and all of that. And some of them, when they realize that the situation that they find themselves in is a situation that they cannot even uh, deal with, they will definitely run away. And we have placed up to date, ever since I have been the mayor, we have placed three adverts for the CFO. At some other instances, people will come for an interview. When they have to accept the offer, they'll then say that this is not the offer that I'm going to accept. You have to re-advertise because even those that are coming, uh, the, the number two and the number three of your, of your, of your, your outcome, you'll find that these are not... Properly suitable people to can do the job, but as I'm speaking, so to so, you, so what does that mean in, in 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 layman's terms? What does that mean? You can't afford what they want. It, it is not it, it, yes. Those that, that you see, that man, you could just say that so simply, Mr. Mayor. This is the point I've been trying to make for the past five minutes to you. You do not have the money in that municipality to attract those skills that you need. Yes, Akina, we do not because. There is a regulation that will tell you that this is the amount of money that you must pay to your CFO. Okay, now, if unfortunately, comes in and it demands a higher salary on that particular regard, and you have to violate the regulation. It's very difficult. But I'm saying that as a municipality, Sakina, 
we are working very hard to put in place systems that will ensure that we do this. I've just indicated that we have prioritized uh, ESCOM. We are going to ensure that we fill up those particular critical posts that are vacant, and we are going to ensure that we improve our communication with the community to ensure that they do come to party and they pay for their, for their services. Okay, Mayor, we don't have much time. Let me just give Albert and Kulu uh, like 30 seconds each just to wrap it up. Albert? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I think you must introduce yourself to your community. Because, uh, since you've been in office, we never meet you. We've never met you. We will walk past in the street to you and don't know you. Tomorrow night we have that meeting at 6 o'clock in Bloomhoff. Please attend that meeting. If you can't attend it, send someone that can give us answers. My mother and other sick people that are dependent on oxygen, if they standby facilities do not work, who will be sued for murder if those people died? That is the other question. And then the other thing is, I think uh, if you need assistance, there's a lot of qualified people in bloom of auditors and everything. I, I'm sure they will assist you. And I will okay. protect you tomorrow night at the meeting. Don't be scared. The people are not fighting. They just want answers. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Albert. Kulupasi, wait 30 seconds. Well, Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for prioritizing ESCOM. From our end, uh, as you know, the, the Minister of Public Enterprises has given all of you up until the end of the month to do the right thing. I'm afraid if we do not get any joy in terms of the arrangements, then from the 1st of uh, um, February, we will be interrupting the services, including your municipality, which has been unfortunately affected before. But we're happy that uh, we are, you're making some efforts to make sure that uh, um, the municipality honors its obligations to ESCOM. Well, thank you to all our guests this morning. Uh, Mayor Kahiso uh, Palahangwe, uh, the Mayor of Likwatibani Municipality. Also, Albert Nell, who's a confirmed Blumhoff resident, and Kulupasiwe, ESCOM spokesperson. Thank you so much for your fantastic participation, as always. And thanks to the production team. Time now for the latest news with Norm Samdluli.